Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena and Territory War-focused podcast. I am SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? Doing well, Solo. I'm a little bit flustered. We are out of... Uh, we're we're not being able to use our normal recording software and so we're we're doing this through zoom and just like everything in this world right now we're running it through zoom and <laughs> we'll see how the quality is honestly if if it starts having some kind of audio lag like we've encountered in the past then i don't know if this is going to be listenable to but let's just see yeah, well, it's apparently a day of technical difficulties like me, I mean, not me, starting a stream on your YouTube page. So it just it just goes along with, you know, the theme of the day. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm regretting giving you that access. <laughs> oh, but now I know I can just stream and have fun on your account. So at least there's that. That's true. <laughs> Yep. Maybe I'll stream a video of my, you know, G8 and G9 Phoenix and do a tutorial on how to use Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy that. I think a lot of people would enjoy you trying to struggle your way through that. <laughs> Probably. Couldn't even get through a uh, Galactic War node. Um, but we are here to discuss Grand Arena. Conveniently, Grand Arena starts today, um, which is kind of interesting because up to last night, I looked at the schedule and Grand Arena was supposed to start tomorrow, and we had a very stealth change to the calendar, you know, posted by the devs, and GA started for the preview phase tonight. So, are you ready? You know, I... Am a little bit. I'm actually remodding a couple people's accounts, and they're not ready. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> at least done, you are. <laughs> I know. I know. I could hit join right now, and I'd be good. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I really wanted to be a, a jerk, and I guess I won't be, but especially because it would probably cost me money. But um, <laughs> I could just join them myself. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's that's dangerous power. I don't know if that I'm ready. Is. I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready for that level of power. <laughs> you know, Zareth, with great power comes great responsibility. Clearly, you deserve none. <laughs> I I deserve a little. I just don't know if I deserve all of this. <laughs> I deserve more than you deserve. <laughs> that's fair. I've already abused the power tonight. <laughs> it's true. I know. You you had the great power and that that responsibility and uh yeah, you you failed. So that's Yeah. You know the worst part of it is so the reason I screwed up and clicked stream instead of record, I was on my like third attempt of making a video because every time I went to make um I just made a using Night Sisters versus Geo's video, and actually, it's it's up on YouTube now. But I had to record it three separate times because every time I would get like halfway through, and then some sort of technical difficulty would pop its head up, and I'd think, ah, again. And so then I would, I clicked stop, and I clicked start recording again, and of course I hit stream, and now we're here, and you have 
streams tonight unbeknownst to you. So, um, with all that said, uh, Grand Arena, we found out, thanks to the event starting, is 5v5 with ships, a.k.a. we're doing it all over again from last time. Any feelings on that one? Honestly, I feel relief. I know that I, I've been a pretty big proponent of 3v3, and I do like that great mode. I, I do. Uh, my relief is coming from right now we have pretty poor information on how to beat the current Galactic Legends, and in 5v5, I, I'm convinced that I do have the squads to eventually chew through one of them if I need to in 5v5. I have no idea. No one's done any testing in 3v3, and I don't think they should have or anything. I, I just, I'm relieved that we don't have to have, uh, have to face that. 3v3 Galactic Legends was going to be an enormous pain in the ass. Yes. Um, I'm just basically prepared that if I come up against somebody that already has a Galactic Legend, I'm ready to lose. That's, <laughs> you know... Hopefully it doesn't happen more than once per pod. Um, I'm just going to say, all right, congrats, sir. Have a good one. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I always think of <laughs> always, maybe not always, but I'm just reminded of that meme with the dirty looking Ewok and it says, prepare your anus. <laughs> <laughs> and Sounds about right. <laughs> right. Well, and so so as content creators, we have this this kind of unspoken pressure to make Kyber every season. And if it was a high stakes Kyber to, or rather like a really exclusive one, it would really frustrate me that Galactic Legends were coming out this this season because one loss and that that puts you on the brink right there. And right. This, this one, you can lose five times and still make Kyber. There's there's really not too much pressure. There, there is still, you, you still have to have a winning record, but on the non-exclusive Kyber seasons like this one, I I haven't really come that close to to not qualifying. So I've, I don't know, maybe that's cocky of me. Probably it is. But at the same time, it's it's nice to go into this season where, we have this huge, huge question mark with Galactic Legends. And I, I know that that won't completely end me unless I face 12 people with Galactic Legends. And frankly, I'll have my own at some point in the season anyways. So, Right. I will have a G8 Ray. Fully stated, though, uh, sometime this uh, Grand Arena season, I do not anticipate myself putting 700 Chirotex on her, though, within the next four weeks. So I don't know if I'll ever get to use the full Ray this season. Um, we shall see. You know, I was saying the same thing, but I just realized I have almost 400 total Chirotech anyways right now, for whatever reason. Okay. Like that's Go home. No, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> no. Well, uh, the, the worst part about it is I can't even be farming them right now because to do this event, I have to farm. I don't. I guess I don't have to, but I'm farming the lowest energy node possible just to get more of the event tickets to get into the event and 
yada, 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 and get ready as fast as possible. Um, but farming the chirotechs are not on the lowest energy node, so it's really quite debilitating at this point in time. Yeah, um, that's too bad, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, the, the struggle for me, I didn't realize this for a little bit because I, I wasn't paying as much attention as I should. And I didn't realize that once you can start earning tickets for your Galactic Legend, you have to use, you have to only spend energy on that uh, affiliations side yep. to be able to earn them. Yeah. So I want to farm Poe and Finn, which are on light side nodes, and I, I'm farming Supreme Leader Kylo, and I can only get tickets for Supreme Leader Kylo on dark side. So I'm actually just doing, I'm doing like 3A, I think, because it has two pieces that you can turn into good relic materials, but uh, that completely threw me off actually. And so my, my farming of, of Finn and Poe and Y-Wing for that matter are, is just completely derailed right now. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I'm what 49 out of a hundred on Hux and I won't be able to actually farm or finish Hux for another couple weeks while I'm farming up these tickets. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's been a kind of a transition period. And honestly, so, so for those of you who aren't in the know, which apparently we, we're in the pretty, pretty uh, small majority right now, or right. Min minority, whatever Movies words minority. should, should be yeah. coming out of my mouth. Yeah, like we, <laughs> no, there, aren't, there aren't a lot of people who have even met the requirements to start unlocking one of the, uh, one of the Supreme Leaders, um, <laughs> one of the Galactic Legends. But at you know, for for those of uh, for those of you who have who aren't in that same boat, like it, we're trying to get the tickets. So we we met all the requirements. Once we finally met the requirements, we have to farm tickets to be able to participate in different tiers of an event. And uh, so so a bunch of people did this testing, and they determined that regardless of if it's hard node or if it's uh, non hard node, uh, medium, I guess. Uh, and regardless of how many, how much energy you spend, you have the same drop rate for each completion of uh, one of those nodes. And so if, if you're simming uh, something that costs 20 energy, you have the same drop rate as if you are simming something with six energy. And so if you want to get those tickets as fast as you can, and you do, you need those tickets as soon as you can to be able to unlock the character, then your best strategy is to just farm uh, six energy nodes on that affiliation, on that, so so dark side for me, and six energy, and that's it. That's, that's the strategy right now. So I'm getting almost nothing for it. Yep, I, uh, I'm farming light side 1C, because there are three materials there that you can turn into uh, the the basic relic salvage. Um, so, at the very least, I'm replenishing some of that because I was not going to have enough to do everything I needed to do. So I guess that's a small positive. But other than that, 
I'm not very happy about not being able to farm anything else. Right, and that's fair. Um, uh, it, it's frustrating, but I guess I'll get over it. Other people have. And in the greater scheme of things, it's just a couple weeks of farming. I think what I'm going to end up doing though, in theory right now, at least until I find out if the ultimates of Go will completely break the game or not, is uh, I am just, I'm going to farm the small energy nodes now. And then once I unlock the character, I'll transition to just farming like Kyrotex. Yeah, I, well, I'm not going to have much of a choice there because I, I do not have 400 saved like some other people on this podcast. And so if I want to gear my ray past, what well, I think, gear seven, uh, I'm going to need to farm Kyrotex as well. That's fair. And I, I guess what I meant was I'm going to be farming Kyrotex on the dark side. Yeah. to be able to unlock the ultimate and then probably just end up using uh, currency to get the light side piece and I don't know we'll, we'll see but uh, yep so we're we are in the unlocking phase right now it's just the longer unlocking phase than most and uh, oh, before I forget though huge shout out to the Galaxy of Bureaus podcast they had us on last night uh, I will leave a link in the description for this show so you guys should check them out they're pretty cool laid back uh podcast and it was really fun those guys were those guys were a blast yeah 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 i enjoyed the show i enjoyed the reason to drink and talk about beer and the game (laughs) um it's kind of the perfect combination so uh i had a good time you should definitely check out the link below Absolutely. Yeah, those those guys are great. And they have a they have a different take on the game because they're in a different stage of the game. Uh solo, you and I are end game all the way. We're unlocking the end game content as we speak. And these guys are in the they're a couple million GP less than us. They're in the division three, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's actually representative of more people in the game. Uh, right now than what we are so uh, you know lots to relate to I think yeah yeah absolutely um, plus it's always just good for an, to get an extra voice uh, you know because sometimes it is very easy to only look at how we do things and because obviously it's the right way to do things um, but we're so kind of practiced at doing it our own way. So it's good to get a separate voice on how other people do things and approach it from a different way, which can also be right because it's kind of the thing with this game is there's more than one team that counters every other team. There's more than one way to approach a problem. So it's good to hear kind of a a second perspective on it. Right. It, it is. And I, I tend to, you know, I listened to a few of their shows before we got on there and uh, they, they have, they have a lot of great things to say. So check them out uh, there. As I said, there's going to be a link in the description here and uh, yeah, check, check us out too. Cause we're on there. <laughs> 
Um, so anyways, we're, we're in the middle of the doldrums of uh, Grand Arena. We actually had it, we're having it start uh, pretty soon as Solo mentioned, but uh, we, we've had a whole week of nothing going on and there hasn't been much news either. Um, there, there's been a little bit though. Uh, there's, so CG just posted a thing on um, that the theme for this championship is pilots which makes me cringe really hard actually because their ship content is sometimes frustrating. Uh, it is. And more importantly, they want you to get kills with the pilots in the regular battles. And quite frankly, most of the pilots that they want you to get kills with just do not work at our level. Uh, you know, th this is one of the times where being in, say, Division 3 is actually a benefit to for you because you've geared up bigs for the Millennium Falcon fleet. Um, and when there's lower GP, there's are usually at least one team out on the field that is not that great. And so you can throw your bigs that was geared up for the fleet alone uh, out and get a couple kills. Meanwhile, when you're sitting in our division, there just isn't G11 tunes out on the board for you to throw bigs into a team and get a kill. So I'm fully expecting not to get most of the feats done this time. You know, you, you say that and I agree in the principle to, to some degree, I, th I think there are, there are a lot of achievable ones. I think the ones that are going to be really hard is, let's see, there the there's one called Trench Runners, and it says defeat twelve enemy units in Grand Arena with Luke Skywalker, Farm Boy, or Darth Vader, or Wedge, Wedge, or Biggs, and that that's one that one's like, I use Vader sometimes. Yeah, like, but Vader's not usually the one on that team getting me kills, though. Yeah, I. What I'm thinking, maybe I'll try to do one time if I can't, if I can engineer it, uh, is try to do it an Emperor Palpatine, uh, Dark Bastila, and Vader team, you know, with, with yeah. like Tarkin and Tie Fighter Pilot or something. And if I can run into Night Sisters, I can I can kill a couple of the Night Sisters and then just slaughter Zombie until I've gotten twelve kills with Vader. Yeah. But that, that could take a long time because really Vader doesn't kill anything, at, at least not at uh, gear 12 plus 5. He doesn't kill anything except with his saber throw. So e even even zombie, like he, he's going to get lucky to kill zombie with that. So, uh, <laughs> But that's the only thing I can think of. I, I can't think of a way to get farm boy any kills and wedge or bigs. But maybe I'll get lucky and my opponent will put like Jawas down three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on, honestly, I mean, the other option is I can contact my opponents ahead of time and just say, Hey, how, how about we just throw each other, uh, you know, a win and you know, I'll, I'll put, I'll put five easy characters. You put five easy characters and, We'll just get this feat knocked out. 
right. But that that just always feels like cheating. It does. It really does. I did that one time with a guy that I had already faced one time and he's like, what do you want to do? Like, let's, let's do something fun. And I'm like, I'm boring. Let's just fight. But, (laughs) but then I was like, you know what, actually let's, let's do have one, let's have one squad each that we put down. That's just really easy. We'll both get a, a ton of kills with like Darth Maul or something like that. And we'll, we'll just, so, so that's what we both did it. And we both got the feet and it was like, yay. Now I only have to kill six squads. It, it changed the dynamics a little, but it did feel a little cheaty. Yeah. Uh, the other ones I think are, I actually have the characters. Some of the characters meet the criteria. It's like, it's a joke. There's, there's one called Rebels with a Cause. Win a grand arena battle using two rebel pilots. And the list is like Luke Skywalker, farm boy, wigs, uh, Stormtrooper Han, Captain Han, K2SO, Bodhi Rook. Bodhi Rook, it's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's going to use Bodhi to win something? I, I wonder. Uh, Hera, Lando, and Chopper. And, and it's funny, this whole list, like almost none of these characters are actually pilots in the game. Um, <laughs> but, but, then they're, but then on that same list, the two that I omitted are Commander Luke and Han Solo. Yeah, I can get kills with them. Yeah, well, and you don't even have to get kills. You just have to win a battle using those two, using two of those pilots. Like, that, that's, pretty, that's pretty achievable. I can ignore everyone else and just use Han and Commander Luke because right. I, I use them every time anyways. Yeah, I'm going to get a kill with them no matter what. Right, there's, there's one with uh, killing or winning a Grand Arena battle with two TIE pilots. So there's Darth Vader, there's TIE Fighter Pilot, that First Order TIE Pilot, First Order Special Forces TIE Pilot, and then the three Kylo Rens. And like I use First Order all the time. So Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren Unmasked, easy enough. Right. Uh, you know, but so there, there's also a really, I think the one that's, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's not that interesting, but uh, there's, there's one that says defeat 12 enemy units in Grand Arena with a fleet commander. And that one's a, that one's a struggle because it's like Akbar or Holdo or Kenobi, all these characters that don't actually have that much offense. Thrawn, but then General Grievous could easily get yeah, that. Yeah, Grievous could. If, if you're willing to take Grievous on offense. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, the feats that I hate are like, say this Death Star downgraded fleet, um, or, uh, feet, not fleet, where you have to win a fleet arena battle with Tarkin's capital ship, the Executrix. It's like, the only way to complete that in the current meta is basically to have a partner in your shard chat because you're not beating a negotiator with the executrix. Uh, and so it, it just, it's so difficult that they shouldn't have feats that you can only com- uh, complete with some sort of collusion. Right. Well, so, you know, and we, we have this discussion about what, what, uh, what division should what should be the division cutoff because 
there's, there's this widening gap of there's some people who are getting close to 8 million GP. Maybe they're already past that. I don't know, but they'll be there. They do have an 8 million. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have these, this person at 8 million and they're in the same division as someone at 4.5 million and 4.5 million. You have a, you can have a pretty good roster by then and you, you can, you can have a lot, but, I don't think there's anyone under any illusions that someone at 4.5 is in the remotely the same place in the game as someone at 8 million, like that their roster is just going to be way less. I mean, it's half the GP almost. Right. And and so we have, we we have these people, they're competing with each other. And at 4.5, you're still seeing a ton of teams that you that you and I don't even see anymore. You see like Ewoks on defense. You see a lot of just random crap. And it, it's not a bad thing. That's the, that's the state of that GP level. And that's totally fine. But you can actually fathom taking a, a team with farm boy Luke or Biggs and Wedge and actually conceive of winning a match with them. <laughs> right. And at 6 million GP, I'm at 6.1 right now. I, I can't imagine that. That It's just really hard. And so, and if you want to actually get top 10, you have to get all the feats. And so I'm competing with these guys who are, you know, they're essentially Ewok slayers to get, to get their to get their feats. And they're facing guys who are, have a, less, a smaller level of investment and I can't get top 10 unless I can somehow get all the feats and have higher scores against my opponents who have an incredibly high level of investment in the game at, at my GP. Like it, it's a frustrating uh, state of affairs to actually be competing against some of these guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, that is frustrating. And for the record, we don't have an eight million yet. He is at seven point nine seven four million. So, within like probably what two days, he'll cross over eight million. Okay, yeah, that's that's close enough. That's and to be re- to be real clear though, uh, if if it's within the rules, if you're not breaking the rules. I, I don't have a problem at all with people who people who are lower GP, you know, getting into top 10, facing people who, you know, if they want to play the game of keeping their relic levels low and uh, streamlining their Zetas and all of that, playing that game, that, that's totally fine. I have nothing against that. It's just frustrating because I feel like that's a totally different place in the game than where I'm at. And somehow we're still stuck competing with each other right yeah that's more power to the people that can do it i'm honestly jealous and wish i could um so it's definitely not a slight against them it's just frustration with how this is set up because frankly cg said in the summer yeah we know we're going to need new divisions um and we'll change it when we need it. And now we have a division where there's a three and a half million gap between top and bottom. It's like, all right, you knew you were going to need new division. 
it shouldn't be that big of a surprise that you now need a new division. Right. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit like if if we were if we were playing sports, if we were in some sports league and, uh, you know, we you and I were on a team facing we're facing other guys at, you know, like the semi-pro level of whatever, you know, in, you know, it's an, like an adult league, but somehow that we're all, there's also like a bunch of people playing in, you know, like a high school league, you know, high schoolers playing against other high schoolers and we'll never actually face any of these high school teams, but they're somehow in the same league. And there's also like junior high schoolers also in the same league and it's like we'll never actually face any of these guys in the lower in those leagues but like in order to win the championship like we somehow have to have a high a better record than these guys <laughs> right you know like our our competition is going to be way way crazier as well and somehow we have to beat all of those guys as badly you know or better than the guys at these lower levels so anyways probably belaboring the point we can we can move on but it, it is a little frustrating because i've made kyber enough times at this point that i i would really like to try for top 10 but i i don't know how i can frankly right now yeah well i i think the first start for it with you is um put mods on your best characters <laughs> uh you're funny solo <laughs> but i'm not the one that started the joke today so i'm just you know, i'm just continuing it yeah yeah i you know it, it's fair i do i do deserve it i didn't <laughs> for those of you who are listening and didn't listen to it last week i i went into my last round of grand arena last week i was undefeated doing well had momentum and the Kieti Monday mission had me switch mods onto my clones uh, from key characters around my roster. And I went into the final round with no mods at all on Darth Revan, Bastila Sean Fallen, B1, uh, Commander Luke, and General Kenobi. And that's five teams that I've been using. I've, I've been splitting Darth Revan and Bastila. So five distinct teams, all key, really important to my strategy, no mods. And so uh, uh, the one match that I lost was by one point. And I, I'm not trying to say that I deserve to win that. I absolutely do not because I failed hard there. But uh, when you lose by one point, it's hard to think like, <laughs> I'm guessing that probably made a difference in the, in the uh, end yeah. result. So, um, frustrating but solo likes to prod at me anyways despite my <laughs> my sadness so uh good for you solo it's good <laughs> that's why i'm here <laughs> you provide something to this podcast <laughs> uh, you, you provide prodding that's good um, so uh anyways there one one thing i i noticed last week actually so a, a strategy that of sorts that you can employ. And I, I thought it was worth mentioning. So my guild went into territory wars. They wanted to, we, we needed to put mods, uh, make certain squads faster uh, to be able to counter other squads. And so certain characters needed faster mods and I didn't really have those faster mods available, except I did have them available on troopers, which 
troopers don't factor largely into our plans anyways as a guild. And so I temporarily stashed my uh, mods from Stark onto uh, these other characters that I was trying to make faster because my Stark is really fast. And it occurred to me, I, I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to leave those off throughout the week in Grand Arena because uh, you know the the character in Grand Arena has already had them locked. Like that that doesn't matter. But what it does is when people go to scout me in, in Grand Arena, they will they'll, they'll look inevitably at my troopers and they'll see that Stark doesn't have any mods on him, and they won't take it into account that maybe those mods are actually locked onto him. They'll just assume that I made a mistake and I can't use my troopers to beat any of their squads. And I have no idea if that actually did anything in my matches that none of my opponents said anything. They, most of them were actually had uh, English as a second language or English as uh, not language for them, uh, which is fine. But, you know, we did, there wasn't a lot of talking to my opponents, but I, I had that idea. Like you could totally undermine someone's planning. If, if you know that they look at certain things, you could undermine their planning just by taking mods off after GA lock and they, they have no idea like how fast is his Darth Revan? I don't know. He doesn't have mods. <laughs> and in my case, yeah. that would actually have been true, but, <laughs> but in, in other circumstances, you, you go into GA lock with 342 speed on your Darth Revan and that's cool. That's great. And then the second you, you uh, go into, you start the round, you take those mods off and you, you deprive your opponents of that information. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely is um, a good way to try and get a small advantage over your opponent, though I, I don't know if I would even notice that, to be honest with you. Um, because when I scout my opponents, I try not to get too caught up in the moment that I'm scouting. Instead, I just look for themes on defense. Like, is there one team that's always there? Or is it a case where I actually had this last time, my opponent changed his defense literally every round. Um, so that's really all I look at at this point. I used to look at Darth Revan speeds, and I used to look at, you know, speeds of tunes that you needed to worry about. And I just don't anymore because then what ends up happening is instead of playing my own game, I am kind of playing to counter my opponent rather than making them counter me or, you know, just doing what I know works. And every time I try and do that, I end up losing. So I've stopped trying to do that far advanced scouting or that thorough scouting, I guess you should say. And now it's more just what teams do I have to bring with me on offense to counter? And that's it. Oh, well, and that's fair. I think that that's, that's probably how you should do it a lot of times. I think especially like during the Darth Revan meta, you, I, I really relied on having a faster Darth Revan. I hadn't developed a Darth Revan counter that didn't involve my own Darth Revan. And my Revan was fast enough that I could mostly get away with that. Uh, 
it, it would have thrown me for a huge loop though not to know what speed they're revving was because if they if they have a faster one than me it would be nice to be able to actually know that uh and you know be able to plan accordingly and so I, I think that would throw me off also i do look i look at a couple key speeds i look at asajj's speed and spirit for their night sisters especially if i see that they put night sisters on defense consistently and then i do look at their stark and imperial troopers because I have a couple squads that are susceptible to Imperial troopers destroying them, but if they don't have a good trooper squad, then I can put them on defense and have a pretty high uh, expectation of being able to win. Uh, also, even if they do have good troopers, if they're not faster than my 307 Bosk, which, which turns into 337, then if, if they don't have a Stark that's faster than that, then I have a pretty good chance of you know that they're not they're not going to use troopers against that bounty hunter squad so you know there there are a few key speeds that i scout but in the end i mean i think i think what you're right that in general you should still have a game plan that works for you you just have to you have to think not all game plans just transcend mods that just because you can play well uh against certain squads if if they grossly outspeed you and they get to go first and you're used to going first then maybe it does affect your game plan a little bit yeah i um it's true that is true i usually just end up waiting though until you know i get to the board and i see the night sisters and say oh look my troopers are faster than that Part of that is I always bring one extra team on offense than I need. So let's say we're attacking seven teams. Um, I will always bring eight teams with troopers as the eighth. So I'm obviously worried about Asajj's speed, and it's something I check. But I check in-game, not on any sort of like uh, SWGOH.GG or – or the DSR bot. I, I don't trust those numbers to begin with. So I'm more, and I get what you're saying about their troopers as well. It's just something that I, you know, <laughs> if they can beat me with their troopers, great. That's, you know, um, I don't have many teams that I put down that are susceptible to that, except for my Django team, but again, much like yours, that my Bosk is over 330 when you add in the Django lead. So not many people are going to beat that with troopers anyway. Yeah, but but at the same time, I mean, it's it seems like a waste if, if you end up facing me at some point. I mean, a, a person like me, I should say. Uh, my Stark is 345. Like, I easily beat that squad at, by speed. Like, it would be nice to know that maybe your bounty hunters should go on offense this time or something. Sure. Um, well, I, I think it would be more of the bounty hunters just go to the reserves because, unfortunately, they're not beating much, well, other than Darth Revan's, apparently. But my bounty <laughs> hunters are not as relic as yours. Um, but, um, you know you're probably right, but I know too many people that 
apparently mod swap on a regular basis that I just don't trust those figures until I see what's on the board. Oh, and that's fair. I, I think that there is a lot of potential. Like, so, so Grand Arena history has changed the landscape of Grand Arena hugely. I know that yes. most of my conversations, people say, say things like, well, what should I do? What should I bring? And I'm like, well, what are they, what does your opponent do? Like you, you have the yeah. ability to go check it out, go look, and then we can have this talk. Cause right now I have no idea what you should do. I know generally what I think you should do, but I mean, it, go, go see if they're, if they have a huge weakness, if they have a psychological thing where they only want to use Jedi Revan to kill General Grievous, you can maybe find a use for that. If they can't, if they don't have any other instances of using a different squad, then maybe you could find a use for it if they have a tendency to, to use a certain squad. So uh, it, it's made such a huge impact on the game in general, but I think there's also, I've, I've seen some colossal failures by people, by good players too, who just kind of outsmart themselves. They outthink what they see what their opponent takes and what they do and they they get too smart and they put one one too many squads on defense that they shouldn't or uh, you know they their their opponent and decides like oh i'm i'm turning over a new leaf i'm gonna go full <laughs> defense now instead of full offense like i was and it just completely screws them like you really need to have a plan that transcends what the history tells you you need to have that you need to have contingencies at least right you do because um perfect example of that is on my alt account i go heavy offense on my alt and previously you know my padme was not that good um and so i, I went up against somebody he knew i was going to mirror the dr matchup because I had the speed advantage. He knew I was going to mirror the GAS matchup. And so he decided to put Padme behind in the back zone, knowing that I won't have many good teams to counter Padme based on his front zones. Of course, I got to the back zone. On that account, I had never used Treya to counter Padme before, because I've never had to. Um, but on my main account, I've done it, and I know how to do it. I, and so I went in and just used Trey and one shot his Padme and one shot his entire board. But he went much heavier defense than he usually does, thinking that he was going to outsmart me. And then he couldn't clear two sections because he couldn't clear the top section of my defense. Uh, and so he couldn't get the ships. So he just, I mean, he got destroyed, but... It's kind of a he-destroyed-himself type situation. And if he had just put Darth Revan in GAS and taken Padme and could have put any other, you know, B-plus team, and I probably would have struggled, but he didn't. Uh, and so I won without really a challenge because he kind of outsmarted himself. Right. And I've had that happen too. I think one of the reasons I won one of my matches in the final week, despite the mod fiasco, one of the matches that I won was uh, the guy knew who I was. We'd actually faced each other before. And uh, 
So he, he did all this scouting and did all this planning and he put one extra meta team on defense that he normally doesn't because he knew I was going to scout him and he knew uh, that I'd look for his tendencies and stuff. So we put a Padme squad in the back and it did totally surprise me, but uh, he, he apparently didn't scout me quite enough because I, I had Nest available and I could just uh, beat <laughs> his Padme squad with Nest and it, it ended up working out for me just fine. And then he couldn't clear me because his Padme squad was on defense instead of offense. So like he, he outsmarted himself as well. Like, yes, it did surprise me. So kudos on one level and on the other level, like my, my offense was pretty, or defense was pretty obvious at that point. I had two full weeks worth of data saying that I put four meta teams on defense. And uh, instead of, instead of maybe adjusting toward having more offense available to clear me, he, he just went, he went more defensive and he couldn't clear me. So, uh, you know, being, being smart, it can, can really bite you sometimes. And it's, it's not actually being smart. It's just uh, attempting to, and getting too complicated can, I, I always tell people, I'm like, listen, the, the number rule one rule is make sure you can clear. If you can full clear every time, then you can bet on yourself to be more efficient. And that's, that's the simple fundamental truth of this mode right now of, of Grand Arena. If, if, you can, if you can full clear, then do it. Sometimes just doing the mirror match is the smart thing. Don't, don't just, I, I made a video recently and I said like, don't, if you want to use Padme to kill Darth Revan, and save your own Darth Revan to kill like a cart squad to get a few more banners. Maybe you'll end up with more banners or maybe you'll end up with way fewer because Padme can't reliably clear Darth Revan in all cases. Like maybe don't, don't do the fancy thing, do the fu solid fundamental move and uh, continue on. Like uh, fundamentals are important in my opinion. You just do, do the simple thing. A lot of times that's the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's what I do on my all. I don't get fancy at all because I can't because it's it's not only is it completely free to play, but since it's my all, I don't get to hit the raids all that often because I'm usually doing them on my main account. And so I'm gearing even slower than a free-to-play player that actually tries because I don't get to hit the raids. You know, every other raid, I'm basically finishing 40th or below. Um, so I gear really slow. I can't afford to be cute on my alt. I, I just do the basics. And honestly, I win much more often than I do on my account where I get cute. And I have the counters that are non-meta counters. Right. Well, and it's, it's been a very similar thing for me on, on my alt. I just take all my good teams for offense for the most part. Uh, there's, I have a couple tricky teams on defense that people trip up on or that steal banners. And then otherwise I just take all my meta teams, every team that I have that's good on offense. And like I, I recently had a time where my alt actually had crashed uh, twice in a row, and I have proof, video proof of that. Actually, I was doing a, I was trying to do a stream, a new thing uh, with BlueStacks, and it crashed twice in a row on me. So, 
lose my CLS, lose my Jedi Knight Revan team, uh, and I still managed to full clear and win that match because because I have uh, I have more than is responsible teams on offense, but I win almost all of them because I I just keep it simple. Right. You know. So yeah, I I think I think that that's that's the way to go generally, but I don't know. Uh, I, on the other hand, it is really fun to watch someone use off meta teams to counter and win if they if they can one shot and just beat their opponent with uh, with squads that trade upward it is a lot of fun to watch that kind of thing too uh and some really good players can do that so you know kudos to them <laughs> right um, i mean if you i want to do it yeah i do still keep my cls for uh, General Skywalker counter on my main account, and I was using Padme to counter Darth Revan, but both times, or for both teams, I should say, there's always that thought in the back of your head of, this isn't a perfect counter. What if it goes wrong? And if it does go wrong, you basically automatically lose. Right. Well, exactly. I, yeah. And that's that's the... That's the frustrating part. Like, my Padme team has has gone up and down in terms of consistency against Darth Revan teams. I I can beat Darth Revan teams with Padme. At, you know, as long as the Darth, even if the Darth Revan team has, you know, a, a pretty fast Bastila and a Malak and everything, it, it's very consistent at times in arena. And then I I have very mixed success in territory wars and in grand arena with padme and it, it's far less consistent in grand arena for whatever reason and and when that happens it sucks so much because then you have to use another squad to clean up or maybe you just can't clear it all because you haven't planned well uh, I, I haven't had that happen yet but i've seen it happen to others and i've been on the brink of it happening to myself so uh anyways it's it can be really risky. You better you better know what's going on. I know there's one guy I've been talking to. He's been preaching like always use uh, Grievous Nuke on offense. Like he he puts a lot on defense and that's cool. And he relies on the Grievous Nuke to be able to kill Darth Revan. And he tells me, oh yeah, it wins every time, hundred percent. He tells me that. And I recently went on to his GAC history, and I'm like it. Sure, a hundred percent of the time it works like seventy five percent of the time <laughs> like he, he loses a huge number of times with that squad, and he says it's consistent and it's just not it's not, and at least not the way he's playing it and it to me, I don't care about him like misrepresenting it as much like now I know i can't I have to take everything he says with a grain of salt, but beyond that, I just know that like if you're going to lose 25% of the time, is it really worth the risk? It may, maybe instead just take your own Darth Revan team and beat it a hundred percent of the time. If you have faster mods, because I do have that right, that record. Like if I have faster mods on my Darth Revan and Bastila, like I win very close to a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I may not get great banners just because that team even when you go first, 
Malik finds a way of killing somebody. Um, but I will always win. Right. It, there's, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where you always win and you can't guarantee banners because there's uh, variables. But with Grievous Nuke, you're not going for banners anyways. If you get higher than 50 banners, you're generally pretty happy with that result. If you use Grievous right. Nuke on, on yeah. Darth Revan. And the thing to me is, so that, that seems like it would be a really cool trade up. And in some cases it is, but really you, it's a meta team for a meta team. You, you're just yeah. swapping them. Yeah, I don't count it as a trade-up because you just took General Grievous off defense. And I'm sorry, but the new B1, B2 team, while I've used it before on defense, it's not a better team on defense than General Grievous is. And so... (laughs) Not remotely, yeah. Right. So, yeah, you put a strong team on defense with your own Darth Revan. Great. It is a great defense team but you also took off a great defense team. So you're really not trading anything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, not, not to, not to berate this person that this person actually ended up going 11 and one and they they had a really successful season. And so I'm just saying, I, I'm not convinced that Gigi nuke is the answer. And I, I never have been frankly, but especially once I saw, once I saw the, the GAC history, I was like, ah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just, um, I'll, I'll continue on uh, without that as a tool. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the don't. I guess the the TLDR from all of that is, yes, you should scout. Scouting is important. You can mess with your opponent, do do whatever you want, I guess. But at the end of the day come up with your own plan and come up with a plan that can actually uh, weather someone going full stupid defense on you. Uh, if, if that's a change, you know, so have a plan right. that can weather whatever your opponent's going to throw at you, regardless of what they have done in the past. Yeah. I, I think that's a good TLDR. Thanks. Thanks solo. That might be the first nice thing you've said to me today. It, it might be. That's, that's <laughs> sad but true. <laughs> it's okay. It's not really. Narrator, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've kind of been babbling because obviously nothing's happened this week. So, Zareth, I'm proud to report my Grand Arena results for this past week is I'm undefeated. Um, you know, nobody has beaten me in Grand Arena. I haven't won any either, but that's not the point. I'm undefeated. Um, How about you? How are you in Grand Arena this week? Undefeated for you, Solo. That's rare. Oh, (laughs) clever. (laughs) I'm clever. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I've I've also not been the nicest to you. So it's it's what we do. Um, So I... In my matches for Grand Arena, I'm undefeated, but I will say um, I've had, I've suffered a couple defeats this week. Um, the so I I made this YouTube video, spent a while on making it, a five for five or, or five minute 
five minutes of uh, talking about the five five really important factors in Grand Arena. And I think that it had some good points and et cetera. You know, of course I thought so because I made the video of it. But <laughs> um, then I went and uh, I just published it uh, without, without it being like fully published. I, I published it unlisted so that I could get feedback. And a ton of people said, yeah, it's too loud. Like you, you need to turn turn the music volume down on it and i was like okay cool like so many people said it, i'm definitely gonna go back and change it and then it just randomly published and i don't know how it did that but now <laughs> all the people i asked for feedback from are like so uh, solo was one of them like yeah everyone was like so what what you doing like <laughs> why did you even ask me if you're gonna publish it, solo didn't say that but I'm sure he thought it like I didn't mean to, but, but I got, I got a bunch, I got a bunch of hits on it and, and maybe, uh, you know, no one, no one realized that it was just a fail on my end, but, uh, or at least that, that kind of fail. But it was like in the comments section, it's almost comical. Like every person's like, dude, the volume's too high uh, on the music that in the background, you need to turn it down. And I'm like, maybe just push the upvote on one of the other million comments that people made about that. <laughs> nah, what fun is that? I know. Whatever. I, I guess I deserve it. I, I haven't had that happen. And frankly, I guess I'm glad that it was one that was intended for public consumption anyways, because I've made a bunch of just uh, unpublished videos for my own use that I can link to other people. And I'd prefer that not to be just, uh, <laughs> you know, shout it out but anyway so that was a fail and then and then today um grand arena is is coming of course and um all of all of the guys on on my patron discord are like they're like hey just just remember you know everyone's tagging me they're like hey zareth remember to put mods on your characters this time before you join and <laughs> i was like one of those. Yeah, yep. Solo contributed to that. So appreciate okay. that, Solo. <laughs> You're welcome. And then he live streamed for me for three seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I've, I've suffered a series of uh, stunning defeats this week. And I'm hoping that Grand Arena will come around and uh, I can change things, change my momentum for the better. So, um, <laughs> Anyways, that's how we did in Grand Arena this week. I'm excited for next week. We can actually report on that finally. Um, and for podcast questions, I actually had someone who, uh, they just sent me a message. They wanted me to surprise Solo with a question. <laughs> um, so this is this will be interesting. I have no idea how this is going to go. Um, so... You know what FMK is solo? Yes. Um, yeah, so F or marry or kill, you have three options. Okay. And uh, the options for you today, we're playing this game apparently, is um, so your options are Ugnaught, Gamorrean Guard, and POW. Which, which would you choose and why? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Yeah, sorry. They wanted it to be a total surprise. So, um, uh, I, surprise. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to marry the Ugnaught because Hondo just has them do all of his bidding. 
So it'd be great to have that, have somebody that just runs around. And actually, if we tie in Mandalorian too, just runs around say, saying, this is the way, uh, I'm all for that. Let's see. Then I have to kill the guard. Just, I mean, he deserves it. That's what, uh, that's what Jabba does. Yeah, exactly. It's so they're care. used to it, and so uh, I guess that leaves me with a uh, pow. And the reasoning here, there's actually reasoning. It's not just because he's the last one left. I swear, uh, <laughs> it's because Pow got about three seconds of screen time. So it'll be three seconds, and it's over, and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I would I would have gone for the. Um, he speaks in exotic language. Ooh. <laughs> but, but yeah, three seconds. It, it, it won't last long. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyways, folks, if you want to ask a podcast question, that was our only one for this week. If you want to ask a question, uh, please go to our Discord server. We, ha- we have information on how to get there uh, toward the end of this show. And... We would love to hear from you guys. You can ask us questions that are extremely silly like that one, or honestly, just general questions about things we may not cover in our show, you know, about how should I mod Padme or whatever. Um, That's probably a really lame example, but (laughs) I hope you get the gist from that. Uh, We would love to hear from you. So uh, our next segment is alt life and Solo, how did your alt do this week? Uh, my alt was also undefeated, amazingly. But more importantly, uh, since we don't really talk about what we did to prepare with our alts, I spent six and a half hours on Saturday remodding my entire alt account. That's all 133 tunes that are over G11. Um, Every one of them got remodded in a correct way, or at least, you know, when you start to get to the end, it's modded the best that I have the capabilities of. And when you actually look at the stats, I added an average of four speed <laughs> to every tune that's G11 or above. Um, so clearly, clearly I needed to remod badly. And so I finally got it done. I'm actually really excited that it's done. Um, and so I'm glad Grand Rain is starting because now I get to actually use properly modded teams rather than just, well, this is the right counter. I hope this works. <laughs> um, so that was my exciting alt news of the week. What about your alt? How's your alt doing? Um, <laughs> my alt is, is my alt. Um, it's, I, I haven't done too much. I think, I think I sent you a message, uh, at some point last week where, uh, so I haven't farmed Night Sister Spirit at all on, on that account, but he's, she's up to six stars because of that, the Night Sister event that comes every month. And so got her up to six stars. I was all excited. I opened the character screen and, uh, with the relatively new upgrade button is there. And instead of clicking on her stars to upgrade her stars, I just clicked upgrade. And so she went up from like gear 10 to 11, her 
nine to 10, something like that. And I have no idea what gear I spent <laughs> to do that. So uh, that, that that's something that happened with my alt this last week. And I don't necessarily regret it, but that wasn't in the plans at all. And I assumed that some of that gear was important or I would have applied it a while ago. <laughs> we'll still count it as a win. It's, I mean, it's spirit. <laughs> she's fantastic. She is. She's wonderful. Um, so that, that happened. Um, I also, there was, there was some gear that I was saving for certain characters and certain builds. And uh, I noticed that my Han Solo, who was gear 12 plus five, I noticed that he just had a plus mark on the other piece. So without even thinking or making any conscious thought, uh, he immediately became relic two. <laughs> and then I realized that that's going to set me back a few weeks probably on that account. So uh, <laughs> that was like, that was all within like the same hour. And <laughs> I found at the end, so I, I upgraded spirit accidentally upgraded Han Solo accidentally. And I found at the end of, of all of this that I had no regrets whatsoever. <laughs> Excellent. As well, you shouldn't. I mean, there are mistakes that you make, and then there are mistakes that really don't matter. Um, and Han and Spirit are definitely mistakes that uh, just do not matter. Worse things can happen. Absolutely. Uh, I, you, you can... There, there are far worse characters than those two to put gear on. Uh, would I prefer to maybe have made those conscious, those decisions a little more consciously? Yes, I think I would have preferred that. But at the end of the day, I, I'm good. We can move on. So my my alt has has a little higher GP now, and we can move on. It's I'm excited to. I'm I'm going to be doing a video. I think. I'll be doing a video every uh, every match this time for him. So uh, Division Three this this coming season should be okay. I don't I don't know what to expect. Nice. Heck yeah. Um, and uh, that brings us to our penultimate segment, which is what have we done to prepare for GA on our main accounts? What have you been up to, Solo? Uh. I can officially say that, well, I, I can't say this will be the last boring week, but I finished the final requirement for Ray. I am now officially farming Ray. Uh, I think I'm at 95 shards at this point. And so I am going down that road. So last week I got Vet Chewy done. He was at the final requirement. Um, then I was so happy with my remod on my alt account. I took another four hours uh, yesterday and I remodded my main account. My main account was in much better shape than my alt account. So the remod did work and I, you know, specifically when you look at my geos and uh, my tanks like Haldo and Zalbar, I made huge gains on them when it comes to their survivability with health and protection. Haldo is now, I think, at 212,000 combined health and protection. Uh, and my Brood Alpha and Zalbar are both at 190. Uh, 
so I remodded my main account and very happy with that as well. Now, hopefully I don't run into any Galactic Legends this first week because that will put my remod to shame. Um, but so remodding and farming Ray, that was my week. Zareth, what'd, what'd you do this week? Um, not much. CG one. <laughs> I, I bought, I bought a vault so that I could get my Galactic Legends a little bit sooner. And so I've, I've got a, a relict uh, first order type pilot and excellent. Yeah. I, let's see. I just, just earlier tonight, I put a Zeta on Finn's lead and a Zeta on Holdo and you know, there's, there's that counter going around right now where, uh, where that team with Finn lead with, with Holdo and the veteran smugglers can all beat Geonosians. And I don't, I don't know if I'm going to try that or not this week, but I wanted that to be an option. So I remodded Poe a little bit to be fast though. He's, you he can't be that fast with his, he's only gear 12 plus zero right now. So we can't, he can't be super fast. Uh, He's like a 273 or something like that. So he will be quick eventually. But right right now, that's that's where it's at. And I, I doubt that that team has legs, but we'll see. And otherwise, I'm just getting ready for Supreme Leader Kylo. I, it's going to take a lot of resources to get him geared. And one, once he is geared, I actually, I've, I've been farming relic mats. I... I'm not going to be able to get him past Relic 5 for a while, though, I think. So, yeah, that's it's, it's a boring week again for the most part, but I'm excited to be done with Supreme Leader Kylo so I can work on Sith Triumvirate and Thrawn and then jump into the abyss of trying to get Resistance up so I can get Galactic Legend Ray at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I was all excited last week to, you know, finish the Ray requirements. That way I could work on Nest and Watt. And now all of my energy is going into, you know, 1C. <laughs> so I'm not actually gearing up Nest or Watt right now because I can't. So I will be very excited for the day that I can start gearing them. Uh, sadly, today is not the day. It's so depressing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm really sad. <laughs> oh, but anyways, the, the gear struggle is real, and I don't have infinite resources, so I guess we'll just struggle. That's that's our lot in life. <laughs> yep. As 3PO would say, which makes me even more sad that I just quoted him because I have never liked 3PO in the movies <laughs> he has always annoyed me but on that note we do have uh it, we're, we're toward the end of the show now we have a bunch of uh various uh content things that are available to people that we want to make sure get shouted out including uh how to get to our discord server which is a lot of fun uh, and Solo is back at being the guy to talk about it after we had an unprecedented number of people join our Discord last week after <laughs> I talked about them. Uh, we decided that our server couldn't sustain, uh, couldn't handle that level of growth every week. And 
if I were to actually uh, give that, give the intro about it or give the, give people uh, the links, then our server would grow at a rate that was faster than we wanted. So Solo's back to doing it and uh, go ahead and take us away, Solo. Uh, that was all very the long way around for Zareth to say he was lucky enough to just be talking when we reached the transition. Uh, so, <laughs> that, but, that was lucky. <laughs> I'll take that RNG. <laughs> uh, he is right. We do have a lot of fantastic resources uh, for you, especially with Grand Arena starting up again. We both have YouTube pages. Um, can find mine at my name. It's S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Just search it on YouTube. I'll pop up. Zareth is just his name. It's X-E-E-R-E-T-H. Again, uh, search it on YouTube and it will pop up. We both do uh, all of our Grand Arena fights. You can find on our YouTube pages. We also do additional videos. As Zareth mentioned, he just did a video of kind of five tips in five minutes for headed into Grand Arena, things to remember, things to do. It's uh, worth the five minutes to watch. I have recently pushed out two videos, one on using First Order with Watt to counter Night Sisters, then literally just published uh, one of using Night Sisters to counter Geos. Um, so you'll get Grand Arena videos and more uh, if you follow us, so please do. Uh, we then use those YouTube pages and all of our recordings of Grand Arena fights, and we have created a counter sheet. What the counter sheet is, is rather than an infographic that just has, you know, a little uh, picture of the head of the leader against another picture of the head of the leader of a team, on the other side, we have uh, a Google document and on the left side will be the full team that we faced. That means all five members. On the right side, you will have the full team that we used to counter that team. And then most importantly, we have a timestamp link. So you can actually go and watch the fight that has become very useful because it shows you a, how strong the counter is. You can see if we struggled or not. B, it will show you exactly how to perform the counter, and you're not just kind of left there on your own. You can watch along and see what actions we took. Uh, finally, we have a Discord server that has been mentioned a few times tonight. It is filled with a bunch of people that enjoy Grand Arena and Territory Wars. So, whether you enjoy the game mode or you just have questions about the game mode, come and join the server. Um, the link is in the description below. If you're listening on iTunes or some other platform that does not have the description, you can find in any of Zarathrai's YouTube videos. We'll have the link to our Discord server. And uh, come and join, and I think you'll, you'll see that. It is a very solid resource as we head into Grand Arena this week. So with that said, Zareth, I think it's time to say goodnight. I think so. And I just really hope that this actually worked to record on Zoom. 
me too, because it would be miserable to be up until 2 a.m. and not have the recording go through. <laughs> I agree. So with that said, I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you're actually able to hear this at some point. Yes. Have a good week, everyone. All right.